Welcome to Make It So-So, a podcast about not-so-good Star Trek episodes. Uh, my name's Newman. I am Dan. Hey, this is Beth. And today we're doing A Fistful of Datas. That is episode 8 of season 6 of Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, yeah, you want to dive right in. Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. Fistful of Datas. Uh, I think we picked this one because... Dan hates Data. <laughs> yeah. So every episode that's about him is the worst thing. Yeah. In TV history, or just or just the I show. Think, no, I no. think that is a somewhat debatable point. I mean, I think peop- there are people out there that would say that uh, Measure of a Man. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. That, well, yeah. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, I think like, that Data is pretty awesome, but but I yes. see I see your point. Uh, you know, for a lot of times in his episodes, the focus is how he can't feel things, but yeah. then there's... He feels things fine, unless that's the focus of the episode. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he is essentially human. He's just a quirky person. Unless we talk about how he's a person, then he turns into full... Like He's like a toaster. He is also time, a lot of times too. I think maybe some of the earlier seasons used as like a convenience factor for tying the plot together. Oh, totally. So, for instance, like there's a couple times where like everyone on the ship is affected, but because it's not human, Data saves the day. Yeah. Um, so, oh yeah. His his, yeah. his his neural net can solve Do pretty whatever. much any problem. Yeah. Or he's immune to uh, you know whatever diseases make yes. people want to have sex and get in the shower. That's true. Like That's in true, season yeah. one, that uh-huh. one's great. Yep. Oh, I do love that. Although, I, think, I think he has sex in that episode with Tashi Yar. He does have sex with so Tashi Yar. Not, yeah. So he's anatomically correct and everything? He, he, yeah, that's he, yeah. actually, he I is, think that's, that's a line. line. I think that's a line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is. I can't wait. And he's also uh, he's also trained in many forms of pleasuring, I think. Is the, that's right. Something like that. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Noonien Sim did not mess around. No. Noonien Sim? Soon. 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 All right. Yeah. Sung? Soon? Noonien Sim? Something like that. Yeah. That's the creator. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, brief episode synopsis. A fistful of datas. Uh, The Enterprise has two days before scheduled maintenance. So sorry. (laughs) That's fine. If you have the ability to warp drive, why do you wait on anything? Oh, yeah. Um, Well, I mean, maybe the warp drive is what was being... uh, Usually that's... Did they say that? No, no, they didn't say I that. I feel like that's a little too convenient. Yeah. They just said it was... Um, you know, it's just a plot device okay. to get them to All right. not just, do anything for two days. Just wanted to poke a hole in this yeah. bulletproof plot. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, um, they have two days before anything happens uh, as far as maintenance is concerned. So the, the crew has some off time. Um, and we start the episode with the captain in, in his quarters trying to play his flute. Uh, that sounds kind of sexual. Um, it's actually... I, I believe it was a recorder. Okay, sorry, yeah. It, it's the recorder from the episode Inner Light, which is one of the best... That's a Not episode. just Star Trek episodes, but... Okay, so they have a theory. he plays this instrument? Yes. I'm yeah. Glad. yeah. I'm glad. He learned it. He played, he played it for a whole lifetime. And then... <laughs> that episode. Okay. And then yeah. an episode. So he's, like, really good at it. Yeah. He was practicing some pretty basic shit, though. That's true. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, like, a callback to a great episode. Um, in one of the worst episodes. And, fun fact before we get started, uh, Patrick Stewart also directed this episode. I, I read that. So, before we... So, just to make a note, we'll come back to this note, yeah. but there are many callbacks in this episode. Okay. I actually have a that's one, that's, So, we'll talk about that I think that's the only later. one that I saw, but, yeah. but cool. I, yeah, I, I caught 
literally zero of them. Okay, cool. <laughs> because I'm, okay. I'm fuck this show. I'm, gl- I'm glad right. you have those. Um, yeah, and the last thing I want to mention before we get into just the general plot is, um, you know, this. It's funny because you think it's going to be a captain episode because it starts with him, mm-hmm. but it actually turns into a Worf and Alexander episode, kind of like out of nowhere, because like the first scene is all captain. Um, and then once Alexander shows up, you know it's going to be a bad episode. Like, yeah. The, fir- oh, yeah. the first frame that yes. shows Alexander, you know that it's going to be a bad one. Who's Alexander? Well, I have Alexander's <laughs> son. Oh, uh, yeah. The tiny Klingon. Yeah. So and I have... Child I have acting. Yeah, he's terrible, so... So in that... If we, so if we go back to the, the first scene, can we talk about that sure, real absolutely, fast? Absolutely. Okay, so I did a little research. So the scene is Jean-Luc getting more and more frustrated because people are... Mm-hmm keep interrupting his recorder practice yeah um and the one that i thought was most funny was when beverly crusher comes in and she's talking about this play that she wants him to be a part of it's called breakfast right it's called yeah it's called talking about breakfast okay. or something like okay. that yeah or what we're having for breakfast maybe okay i think yeah. it's just breakfast i think it's called what we're having for okay breakfast. fine i'm wrong i don't know because she comes in and he goes i want to talk about what we're having for breakfast oh. and he's like what oh okay something like that so it was like it was like a clever line trying to Okay, I think sure. so, maybe. I don't know. I believe that. Not by clever. So, uh, the line is something like, she's talking to him about, it, him about it, and he's like, well, I just don't have the time to, like, star in this play, and she says something like, oh, well, you won't be the star. You actually only have two lines. Mm-hmm. And then he says something like, well, I'm not much of an actor anyway, and I thought that was a really, like, odd thing to say, because I think there are other episodes where John Luke Picard is in some of the plays, and he has, like... I know Riker's in a lot of her places. Yeah, totally. I did did some research because I was like, what was happening in 1992, Mm -hmm. 92, 93 when the season was going on to see like if that's an allusion to to Patrick Stewart actually actually being like an incredible actor. Love it. Um, Uh So I did a little little research on Wikipedia and around that time, so in like in around like 91, 92, Mm -hmm. he did a stage performance like a one-man stage performance where he played all 40 characters of a christmas carol, christmas carol. yeah i remember hearing about this <laughs> yeah. and he that won like sounds like a nightmare yeah. I, me- I remember i remember seeing <laughs> I the like, cover of the dvd that's insane yeah uh because i was like well what was happening in 93 like movie wise and he did it was nothing like men in tights no that's okay that is a great movie yeah but um, he's, he's great in that yeah part, he is great in that movie but men in tights and i was like he didn't win any awards for men in tights but he was yeah. in 95 he was nominated for a SAG award but this was pre that yeah. but then I did a little more digging and found out that he played all 40 characters that's amazing in A Christmas Carol which wow. eventually made it to Broadway and he won like a couple awards for that for best one person show oh, wow. and things like that that's so great. I think I think this episode can be boiled down to the writers trying to have fun with a plot that only lasts about 10 minutes yes in actual time yes. so they have yes. a lot of weird references like that yes uh but anyways that was that was my okay. my say on the I like, opening, I like that opening scene of the show i like that yeah yeah patrick Thanks. stewart did say I, I read the whole memory alpha article he, he did say that he watched shane the the western shane mm. to prep for this episode okay and also apparently <laughs> okay. apparently this is but he's not in it in the western right. scenes at all it's, so it very little resembles Shane also okay. in terms of plot. <laughs> okay. So you're saying that he... Oh, that's right. He directed it. He, Sorry. Yeah, he did this episode. He, he did <laughs> right. for it. Surprise. But this won't surprise you. Apparently they shot all the Western scenes in one day. 
Oh. In this episode. That's kind of not surprising, actually. <laughs> actually, One day. that leads so. me to know that I made about Data's makeup in some of the Western oh, scenes. Maybe God. that's why. Because there's a very clear line where it looks like the makeup artist just got tired. Yeah. And you can see the line of, like, white on his jawline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a female, you yes. know that you check that in the makeup blending. Like, when you're a kid, you ask your friends if they can see your line because okay. they don't, if they don't blend well, you can see a clear delineation between, like, face and neck. Yeah. And the makeup artist, like, just yeah. probably was exhausted from I, shooting all I believe it. So, anyway. Um, yeah. And, uh, okay, yeah, I mean... Um, I think I, I blame the whole plot of this on Picard because it was his negligence and true. being distracted that led Worf to do this with Alexander. Well, he also agrees to let Jordy and Data do That's the, true. Yeah, the See, interface. He, he was so pissed off that he couldn't record his music. Oh, I never thought See, about it like that. It's, so the whole thing's kind of his fault, See, really. Yeah. No, I wanted to criticize him for that, but what they originally proposed... Sounded like a good idea. Yeah. Hey, we got two two days to burn, and we think Data's brain can run essential systems. Can right. can we try it out? Okay. I think that's a right. Uh, that I I general I genuinely wanted to like jump on that as a bad decision. Okay. But I don't think it is. I, I feel like he just said yeah whatever just to get back to his recording. Maybe. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah I, I think that's what they were going for. <laughs> yeah. But oh, about that. The first, we're still we still haven't left the first scene. But oh yeah, like, what's, <laughs> okay. What's what's the episode so, as a summary? Yeah, his, true. His his uh, flute recorder practice is only funny if it's interrupted. Yes. But it, the scene ends with him totally successfully practicing. Right. Which is the unfunniest ending. Yeah. I thought it was going to have another interruption, and then he would just say, you know, stop oh, recording. Yeah. Or, or like yeah. yeah. So you're right. That's true. Why? Yeah, there's a lot of Don't those know. type of scenes in this show. <laughs> Especially this episode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or, sorry, um, this episode. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the show. Oh, yeah. But well, yeah, that's right. Too. Maybe a little bit of the show. So, basically, um, I guess we should finish the, the plot of the episode. Oh, sorry. So, no. <laughs> so, Worf and Alexander um, go into a program in the holodeck that... Uh, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Uh-huh. <laughs> How did a person named Worf end up with a kid named Alexander? Okay, well, I... <laughs> I have, I have an answer for this. Um, okay, okay, so Worf is adopted by a Russian um, family, family from yeah. from Earth. Okay. And the last name is Rushnikov or something like that. So his name is Worf so, Rushnikov. Yeah, and then Alexander's name is Alexander Rushnikov. Right. Yeah. I retract. So there you go. Well, I thought but yet enough, it is bullshit. I would not have guessed that. Did it have to do with his mother, too? Because Worf... Alexander's mother is is half human, half yes. human, right? Yes. So she... I don't know her name's not... Oh, like yeah, you know, way. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, is her name, like, Kale or something like that? Do we? We're going to get... Wait, do we People actually listen to this her? podcast. Oh, way earlier We in do, the right? Yeah. She dies. I thought she was... His mother's half Klingon? No, or no, no. Alexander's mother is, like, half Klingon, half human, I think. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We, 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 we do meet her, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Right. I forgot the people. If people who are fans actually listen to this at some point, they'll probably, probably tear us be, apart. They're probably be pissed at us. For fans are going to hate this show. <laughs> yeah. This is like we're already way like lower than some Sorry. other Star Trek podcasts. Oh I no, that's great. Name. I'm I'm loving <laughs> what we are. Okay. Like we're we're the best. Um, we're for the right kind of fan, I think. Yeah, I think um, so. Not fans. Uh, <laughs> the Dan fans. So they go to this holodeck town called Deadwood, and I had a thought, like, did the person who made the show Deadwood, was he inspired by this episode to make Deadwood the show? 
Because I, I hope so. I hope there's a Actually, Star Trek <laughs> um, prop, Probably not. Uh, that's a bad joke. Um, anyway, there's a glitch while Data is doing his system maintenance test kind of thing. And then the town gets populated with evil Datas playing every role. But not a right away. Not right away. Slowly... And yet, also, the town infiltrates his brain slowly. Yes, mm -hmm. which is... Oh, God, it's the worst. I don't know. Yes. What are we doing? Um, and, then, <laughs> and then, basically, uh, Worf solves the problem. And we'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. um, and, I mean, really, this could have been a 10-minute episode. Yeah, absolutely. That's shoved into a 45-minute... There was so much dramatic pausing. Oh, God. It was a ten. Yeah, it yeah. felt like there were more commercials than commercial breaks than normal. Oh, there were a lot of commercial breaks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think five because, is normal. Yeah, a five or maybe maybe four or five. Yeah. I think there should have been like more. There should have been more. Yeah, there should have been more. There should have been more. For like other shows that were on at the time. <laughs> so, so, the, so, the, so, the, so they show up in the town, and one of the first thing that's revealed is that Barkley helped. Alexander make this the, the game, simulation. yeah, the simulation. Yeah. Who's and Barkley? I'm, Barkley is a character who's super annoying. I think he's neurotic and OCD about everything. Yeah, but he basically um, like he's very insecure, so he yeah. kind of like lives out a lot of his life in the holodeck through these like yeah. simulations that he builds where he's the hero yeah. and all these things and he gets the pretty girl. That's another bad episode. We oh yeah, there's a several Barkley. Yeah. He's also a recurring character. Um, but it would make sense that he yeah. helped Alexander make the simulation because yeah. he spends a lot of time right. on Holodeck. But every Barkley episode is about him being either needing to do something obsessively or being afraid of something. Like mm -hmm. there's a Holodeck one for him. He's afraid of transporting and another one. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, I think there's one that he becomes super smart. I yes, forget what it's there called. is. Yeah. And then uh, that stemmed from being afraid of something too. He's just, he's like. He's, he's, he's kind of awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's also anyway. in love with Troy. He is. Yeah. But what made me scared about the whole Barclay thing is why would he put a prostitute in a uh, um, Simulation for a kid. For a little boy. Because the first thing yeah. I come across is the woman on the balcony, like showing her leg to Alexander. I had a comment about that as well, actually. I think yeah. I wrote something down like that. Why and then would. More of one time, was like, I'm going to have to have a talk with Mr. Yeah. Because, okay, think about it. If you <laughs> had to create an old timey Western saloon, how many characters could you come up with before well, you came up with the prostitute? That's true. That's true. So, no, I defend it. Okay. I just, I think it's for like a, a 10 year old kid. You have the guy on the piano. You have the guys playing cards. The racist Mexican stereotype. Yes, you I have, wrote that down too. Yeah, oh, the racist gosh. Those guys and the bartender. And the next person you think of yeah. is the the hussy or whatever you'd call them back in those times. I wanna I wanna back up for a minute. Sure. Okay. So Please there's do. a before they get to the holodeck simulation, so while Picard is being interrupted, mm -hmm. Worf comes in eventually and yes. says something like I have this stuff to do and more suggestions for more things I can do, essentially. Um, and the captain is like, you know, Worf, I really think you should just take some time off. And he's like, oh, I guess. And he gets yeah. back to the room. He's trying, to be, he's trying to get out of being a good father. Yeah, he does not like, want to spend time I was like, wow, Worf, father of the year. Yeah. He's basically like, oh, my God, I have to spend time yeah. with my kid. He does kid. not want it. Yeah. That he never sees. Like, no. he barely even raised him because yep. he was raised by the grandparents. Let's, yeah. let's just ignore like, all the cultural implications of that. <laughs> 
Yeah, but no, he, okay. he does not want to spend time with his son. Like, at oh all. yeah, at all, at all. Yeah. I, thought, uh, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, which is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, oh, there's also a scene around this period before they go to the holodeck, and I wrote down: Was this episode so boring? They had to spice it up by talking about Jordy's beard. Yes. Jordy growing a beard. Yes. <laughs> so there's a whole I, scene where Data talks to Jordy about the fact that he's growing a beard. And it literally leads to nothing. It's no. just, he's growing a beard. Yeah. That's all That's half the episode. It's so That's weird. half the episode. Filler. It's super weird. He does keep the beard, I think, a couple more rest episodes. Of, yeah, yeah, some of the season. Yeah. Um, which, it's not, even, hey, it's not even like a beard beard. Like no, a it's like five o'clock shadow. It's, yeah, it's just like, like a, maybe a couple days worth. It's coming in. He said yeah. he's like, it's hard to imagine because you're in the in-between times. I yeah. think what Data tells him. Yeah. Because um, I think he's trying to be polite and not tell him it looks like crap. Yes. That's probably what it is. Okay. Uh, and, um, and just another note, Riker's poofy acting shirt does Amazing. make an appearance in this episode. Amazing. I have um, no idea what you're talking about. It's just a funny... So, Riker's... There's a joke a lot of times that Riker's, like, off-time clothes are really interesting yeah. and weird. Like, they're always poofy blouses. They're almost like the puffy shirt mm-hmm. on Seinfeld, kind of. Okay. Um, and it makes an appearance he in was this episode. It. it was great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. He's got a lot of, like... A lot of cleavage in that shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's like a low B. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. it's low B. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to get back to the plot, like, okay, so when, when things started to go bad, I guess my main problem was why would a glitch, like, like even if it went through data, yeah. why would it make evil datas? No, because the character is right. supposed to be evil. Right. But, but somehow it also But then turns he off. populates more than just the evil characters. He, he he's like the bar True. lady at one point. True. Um, somehow it also turns off turns off like the safety. Yeah, the safety for the holiday was yeah. really interesting. And that weird. was that was like I don't know why that happened. You mentioned the <laughs> super racist Mexican stereotypes, yes. and I wrote a note down that too. And I the note that I have was like for a show that in many ways was like really ahead of its time and. And talking about like interesting moral issues and things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were super Mexican. They were super Mexican. Oh yeah, super racist. Oh yeah, totally. In their portrayal, totally. of the Mexican characters. Absolutely. In, in what way? <laughs> well, I mean, the portrayal of them is like a drunken, you know, gunslinger. He's got he's thing. got the mustache the with the sombrero, yeah, the shotgun the, shells. The, yeah, okay. the, the poncho. I just wanted you guys to say racist things about Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's just, he's, so, he's succeeded, score. sir. Um, yeah. I, the other thing, too, is that, uh, like, in that, when they go into the holodeck, the, you know, the plot line dictates that, like, uh, Alexander has formed this simulation for them. That it's a story that they're supposed to carry out. Mm-hmm. But I guess, like, Worf does too well in the beginning. Yeah. So the kid's like, no, it's got to be harder. Right. And they were like, no wonder... Warf doesn't like his kid. Yeah. He just like wants to see him get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> like, essentially. Well, although, although, to be fair, I, I, wrote, I wrote this note down. Like, it seems like Warf has never had fun in this whole life. True. Like, yeah, it's like, good a, point. like, should I apprehend him? Like, it's just like, like, <laughs> yeah. like, like all episodes of Warf. But I mean, he's never like relaxed once ever. Yeah. He's yeah. never like read like True. the Klingon play or something. Well, he'd rather yeah. do work than <laughs> be with his child. That line just really <laughs> stuck with me. Should I apprehend him? Like. <laughs> Obviously, you should. I mean, like you're it, the sheriff. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's like it's, his backup plan was I'm gonna run some maintenance checks um, on the laser. Yeah, that's true. Things. You're the sheriff. Like your son picked the episode for the simulation for you because you're the chief of security. Yeah, and you're gonna play a sheriff. Right. So he thought about like catering to your 
uh, interest, yeah. and you're still kind of right. a jerk about it. I, I just, <laughs> it's, it's like he's never seen the holodeck before, even though we know he has. Like, so yeah. he knows he knows how these programs work. It's interesting. I don't know. All right, so, so now we're in the holodeck? Is that yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. So we're, we're in the holodeck. We're, we're, we're deep in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a note on here, too, that says something like, um, for someone as, like, fierce and warrior-like as Warfist, over time, his character tends to be, like, really um, awkward around women, which is really yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh, because there's a scene where... Um, so Troy is eventually assimilated Which, into the I'll, holodeck I'll, I'll mention program. that in a second. Yeah, so she eventually comes on as the character in the program. Uh, now, if, if anyone is familiar with the show, like Troy and Alexander are really close, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because she probably cares about him and Morph doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. No, but other than that, uh, they're close. So he invites her to be a part of the simulation. Um, and there's a scene where, like, in front of Troy, this barmaid character is like hitting on Worf and he's so uncomfortable yeah. about it uh, but I just it made me think about there's like several other points in the series where oh, yeah. Worf is like really uncomfortable around women uh, which but I we've no like, I mean he has a kid so he's obviously been with a woman before well there know? is a scene um, in one of the earlier seasons where he has sex in the holodeck it's before the holodeck is like the holodeck as it is now yeah uh, and I think that's with Alexander's mother I think that's actually where Alexander's okay. mother's or Alexander's oh, hold on. yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, Alexander he totally conceived does. Them? I think so. He was conceived no. in the holodeck? I think so. <laughs> yeah, because Worf doesn't know he exists. Remember, he like he comes like years later that like you have a son, and then he's like, oh my god, I have a son. Okay, okay. After he I'll finds buy out that the, the, the girl died. Yeah. The girl Klingon. Oh, wow. Man, we're going to get killed because I don't well, know what these people named yeah. it. But uh, anyway, yeah. So... Cool. Anyways, I'm, maybe that's why he likes the holodeck so much. Okay, yeah, maybe. But yeah, anyways, Worf, for being a fierce warrior, is terrible with yeah. women. That's, that's the point he, that I He becomes to more of, like, a real Klingon on DS9, I feel. Uh, He's really, okay. like, let... He, like, the, the, the character really kind of lets loose in terms of, like, and he's all about being, like, badass warrior. Okay. And that kind of goes away. Yeah, because he gets beat up yeah, a lot in the from, series. Like. Yeah. From my limited knowledge of this show, um, it seems like he is this fierce warrior that either doesn't want to be right or has forgotten how to be because he's just he has all of the like terrible social skills yes. of a born soldier yes and none of the positives like he doesn't seem like that much better of a fighter right, right. or tactical or anything he just is awkward socially yeah and that is supposed to imply badassery i guess right but it doesn't translate yeah. Yeah, it it doesn't for the most part. He, I, I think the character direction was probably meant to be, you're you're an alien on a mostly human ship. React to that, you sure. know. Like try try to fit in, like like you're you're a human. I, okay, in situation. I know this might be a little big picture, but yeah, is sure. all of the universe familiar with like human history? Because it kind of seems like everyone. Um, and I get like a show has to relate to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it has to be about our history, but like. The a uh, Klingon child, his dream for his his dad would to be on a in a western. Yeah, that was kind of weird. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's and like I kind of wrote it P- off as like Picard's yeah. only playing Dvorak. Like right, right, right. Like, oh, yeah, is it so all? It seems like all culture is human culture. I kind of um, wrote it off as like at least the the western yeah. part is Alexander growing up on a starship and with American, yeah. or excuse me, Russian right. human. So is uh, is the Enterprise. I mean, uh, English American 
owned run. Well, well no, well, Starfleet I mean, I mean, is, is Starfleet. Um, Starfleet's, Starfleet's in San Francisco, but but it's world right. worldwide. They say that. I mean, yeah. I mean, the 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 Federation was formed. I believe it. Oh, God, see, this is a circle. I know we're game. getting deep. We don't it's, have to. Let's get no, back no, to the no, episode. No, 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 no. Uh, okay, this, right. this is important to talk about. Uh, yeah, the, the the Federation, I believe, was human, Vulcan. Mm-hmm. I want to say Andorian. Those blue Originally. guys with the with the like. Like ear weird things on the, on the forehead. Yeah. Um, had a few more races, but I think that was the first like Federation Concord. Okay. Those were the races that were there. So I guess it would make sense if the Federation is is kind of like spreading through the galaxy that the races encountered would be familiar with those ones more so. Okay. Then. but I really I really think it's just a a, a device of the show. Yeah, yeah. To, I mean, I get it. It's to, convenient to have. You know, yeah, I mean that they was, can't make references to Vulcan. Right. Whatever. I can't remember where I saw this one time. It was an interview with like I think one of the writers or costume designer or something, and like somebody came up to them and said that oh, the show's not good because all of the aliens are essentially humanoid. They usually have like yeah. you know a different facial feature, maybe like a gill or some of that. And their response was like, well, yeah, the extras are human. You know, like yes. what do you want to do? What do you want us to do about right. this? That <laughs> right uh, nowadays, you know, with yeah. CG and that stuff, they. Could, they do have more options, but yeah. not on a television show right. budget, yeah. essentially. Right, absolutely. Um, they do explain that, though, in that, in that one episode, which I'm, I'm forgetting his name. I suck. Uh, <laughs> but they, they do find, like, the elder race that ah, influenced all other races. Okay, and sure. it kind of explains why we're all humanoid looking. Okay. Like, we all have you know, limbs and things like yeah. that. All right. uh, so, sorry, guys. Uh-huh. But... I don't know what the fuck we're talking That's about. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> Can we get back to the episode? You will. Sure, sure. sure. Yeah. All right. You, you Keep us on track. So uh, we're, we're in the simulation now. Yes. Um, and, okay, I just have to say the appearance of Spot was the only good part of this whole episode. Okay, that was the note that I had about... <laughs> uh, cat. That was the... cat? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was the note that I had about how many references to other episodes can we have in this episode. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, Spot shows they up. They also yeah. reference Data's poetry... Yes, in the episode, you're right. which is you're about right. spot, um, yeah, which that's is true. really interesting. That's true. Um, so, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel just back to the plot. So, um, you know, so uh, Worf arrests the son of this like local bad guy, um, and the, he put the son in jail. That's when Troy shows up. And just, I, I just wrote down a fuck when, when she showed up. Because that was just, my, my reaction to her and her accent was just like, this is horrible. Horrible. Right. Uh, I just wrote, uh, I know this is a minor thing, but basic gun safety. True. She would have failed so hard because whenever she was talking or anyone else was talking, yeah. her gun was pointed at Worf's stomach. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. she just... I, I know it's the tiniest thing in the world to harp on. But you know what? If kids are watching the show... That's true. This is important. This and, is and, yeah. too. and if yeah. they're watching Star Trek for their gun safety information, well, that's, yeah, we're that's, all fucked. Right, yeah. Well, this is America. And <laughs> gun safety is not very good here. So. <laughs> okay, so are you guys familiar with the Betchel test? Yes. Yes, absolutely. This episode fails... Ooh, it does fail. ...harder... I didn't think about that. ...and stronger than anything I can imagine... Well, are there even are there even is there even a scene with two women at the same time? No, there so, is actually the one awkward scene where but they don't talk to each other. They don't. That's why it so fails. They don't talk there's, to each other. Okay, there's three women. The first one is dismissed 
Uh, she's frosty. No, um, what's her name? Um, not Troy. Crusher. Crusher. Yeah. She's like, hey, I want you to be in my play. And then it's just, no thanks. That's true. And I think all the people in the play when they're rehearsing are other women. Or all men. It's like Riker yep. and two other dudes. There's yep. Troy. Yeah. Who plays essentially a character that if she was not in the episode, it would not change at all. Yeah. She saves the day. Does she? I haven't known about that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> and then there's the prostitute. Who is literally replaced by a man? <laughs> no, it's the barmaid. Aren't they different characters? I thought there was a prostitute oh, character. Oh, well, barmaid it's like it's They're it's like the same it's character. the Western trope barmaid slash. Doesn't it? Doesn't it say like, a lot? Doesn't um, it say a lot? Like, I couldn't tell the difference between the two characters. Yeah, all right. That might say something about you. Okay, <laughs> there's no totally, absolutely. But okay, so there's one lady, and her all her plot, her character is all about having cleavage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, which, by the way, there's a note about that. And <laughs> she disappears and is replaced by a yes. man. Whoever Betchel is, who looks hilarious, would hate this. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. Look, I think Troy's character plays a character that would typically, in a Western book or movie or show, be played by a man because she's like yes. the dangerous stranger that comes yes. into town and totally. saves the day as like a assassin for hire. That mm-hmm. would totally be a dude. So yes. maybe like half a point for that. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I give it nothing. Like no points. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. So so yeah. Worf um not confiscates. What's the word? Uh, apprehends. Yes. The dude. Should apprehend him. And <laughs> and his kid gets taken. The deputy. Yep. Alexander. Yeah. Yep. Um. By by Data. By Data. Evil. Evil. Slash evil. Whatever his his character's yeah. name is. <laughs> we should know that too. <laughs> whatever. So this that so Data's evil character has two minions, two gunslinger yes. Mexican racist stereotypes. Yes. They have Worf. I'm gonna say within like three feet, like uncomfortably close to them, and he's able to run away. <laughs> And not like by outsmarting them, they are firing their guns. <laughs> and out of I think it was like ten bullets, yeah. one grazes Great. his, his shoulder. Yep. Yeah. They're the world's worst yep. gunslingers. They're basically stormtroopers, but uh, was that yeah. also was that also part of the Mexican stereotype? That they're poor shots? I I, I think, those guys I think you're inventing or, some, <laughs> I think you're inventing some racism. Yeah, there you go. That's Maybe. that's impressive. Uh, I've never heard the Mexicans pour shots. I was I don't know. I never heard that either. <laughs> you just said it. Yeah. The end. There you go. Attributed to you. Ooh, now it's a stereotype. Sorry. Congratulations. <laughs> sorry. But I I feel like every actor but um, Worf Michael Dorn had a problem with, with with this episode. Oh, I think he hated. I feel like he hated yeah. this episode so much. You can Absolutely. just tell. I'm on Absolutely. his side. It's terrible. He's. <laughs> this was garbage. But it seems like everyone else was having kind of a fun time. Uh, I, mean, I think Brett Spiner in particular Brent, had Brent a Do you think he thought this yeah. was like a way to show his range? Because he got to play so many oh, different probably. like probably. Sadly, probably. Like, yeah, he character. got to yeah. overact in one direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's sadly no. probably true. And and Troy had fun. Yeah, you know, she had yeah. Fun. She had fun. I'm against Brent Spiner in all forms. I know. Because I've seen are. Master of Disguise. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I'd rather the gouge my eyes out. bad guy. I have a note here about... So Data eventually plays not only the father and the son... So the father comes to the jail and basically is like, I want my kid back. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that character is now also a Data. Because yes. Data, you know, is populating all right. the characters in this world. Uh, and I wrote down too, like, for, like that particular character is supposed to be really tough. He killed something like 23 people or something. Yeah. And he's like 
essentially acting like a chi- and child. He's yes. Like, oh, they roughed me up, Pa. Right. They treat me real bad. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He does not totally seem. Not he does not seem like a killer. No. With the story. Right. At all. Right. Just a convenient. That's actually device. a really good point. Yeah. And yeah. Maybe I just haven't met enough Westerners, but I don't believe anyone on Earth ever has spoken with the accents that Brett Spiner chose. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah. They're pretty bad. There was a little too much twang. I kind of had little, yeah. I thought about that too. I'm like, how much was... I mean, unfortunately, my knowledge of American history at that particular time period is pretty poor. Mm-hmm. But I wonder how much of those things like are actually characteristic of the Wild West or if they're just like the worst characterization. And then I mean, Brett Spiner took it another level beyond... I mean, there was definitely Wild West. Yeah. Like, for I, sure. I mean, and, I believe it's I a mean, thing, um, obviously. I mean, the, the town is obviously like a just a back lot somewhere. Sure. It's probably used in countless other Western movies. It was used in, and, in uh, like an insane count clown posse music yes. video. Oh my Big goodness. Money Rustless. Big Money Rustless. Probably. You're probably right. Yeah, actually. it's probably the same. And it was just left up uh, <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> but I mean, I, I love Western like movies, and this, this episode was just not good. It was, like, it was just like every bad trope. It was like a it was like a tenth grader wrote it, you know, like just like yeah, we're just gonna. So, uh, so I, I believe I, I read that the writer went on to make, become one of the major writers for Deep Space Nine. Uh, for this, this particular episode, yeah. Prob. Do you, do you remember? Who I wrote don't it? remember his name. Was it Was it Brandon Braga? Uh, it could be. Okay, because well, there's there was there was Ronald D. Moore, and there was Brandon Braga. They they were like the showrunners of Next Gen and DS Nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's probably one of them. So I don't know. Was DS9 any good? Yeah. DS9, DS9's great. A lot okay. of people okay. DS, like it. DS9's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, it's, it's different, but it's, 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 it's more, well, it's more of like a, a bigger plot. Like, you know, multiple episodes for a single okay. plot arc. I think I'd prefer that. Yeah. <laughs> I think most people nowadays would. To whatever this is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I put a thing on here too about, uh, you know, so data is... Data, things from Data's memory banks are now populating yes. the simulation and vice versa. So mm-hmm. things from the simulation are now populating Data's memory banks. And I put on there too, like, so... Oh, so there's... Uh, so essentially, uh, Crusher's play is replaced by Data's poetry. And yes. they're like, well, Data's memory is just infiltrating the whole ship system. And I put... So local things, like her play... They were worried about not being able to get it back. Are, are stored, essentially, ship-wide. Right. Like, not on your own personal, yeah. like, stuff. I mean, unless the... Like, unless the... Dude, but the, what, about, the what about, like, your porn? Uh, Do you just... It's, everyone it's, the, has the ship access just has se- that, <laughs> People just have sex all the time on the ship. There's no need for porn. That's right. It's, it's, it's just like... Yeah. They were That's talking like about the, the, yeah. um, the food replicators... Or yeah, cat replicating cat food. We're just yeah. making cat food because Data thought about cat food once. Yeah. Well, he's trying to make nutritional supplements yeah. for his cat. He's trying to... Yeah, it was like try number 130 or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bullshit. It doesn't make... Yeah, doesn't <laughs> yeah make I was sense. like, well, how did he have any personal information ever? Any sense. So a simulation that a child wrote... Is yes. now becoming a major factor on the state on the ship. Right. Yeah. And a, a great part of that was when Riker was giving the line. Yes. Like he did yeah. not think this was a weird line for this play. Yes. I forget the the line that oh. he said. Oh, and but, it was bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but like he was he, like, oh, he, oh, we're doing the line. Like he, he was, was trying to sound like the rest of his hand. He was trying to sound <laughs> ultra scientific. Yeah. And, like data. 
and like I'm so, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I fucking teach biology, <laughs> and he was spouting some nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. oh, your taxonomic binomial nomenclature, yeah. but then he didn't follow it up with anything that made any sense. Right. It was scientific well, words it's, it's, not used well, correctly. Well, also, why poetry, would Riker think that was... poetry. It's he was the, trying to fit the, the, the rhyme. That's why. <laughs> I was just blown yeah. away that Riker thought that, like, that was like, oh, that's not the line? Like, of course oh. it's not the line. Yeah. This she says like, something like, what are you reading? Yeah. It's on the line. It's like... like he's real <laughs> shitty about it, too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Anyway, so so uh, eventually they, uh, Worf and company figure out that they need to, in order to get out of the simulation, they just need to finish the See, program. Fuck that. Okay, <laughs> okay. because okay. Troy says, "Well, hey, we can't end the simulation manually. So, it, but it is a program. If we just play along, it'll end." Right. Why would she assume that they can't end it? Uh. Well. Maybe, I I, I maybe get just because it's from experience. convenient for the plot. Oh, yes. I get it. <laughs> yes. But hey, we can't end this. Let's play along so it ends like it's supposed to. Yeah. Just like we're supposed to be able to right yeah, now. There's yeah. no Let's guarantee that it would end. That's that's, that's true. true. That's, that's uh, true. No. And they do almost get killed a couple times. They do. Yeah. They do. I think I'm if you die in the holodeck, do you die? If safety's turned off. Yeah. Yeah. How? It's all. Uh, There's not real bullets penetrating it's your like skin. It's like Inception. They kind of explain it in like First Contact, though, where Picard does just that. He lures the Borg into the holodeck, turns safeties off, and then kills them with like a Tommy gun. And they explain it that so, like, a, a simulated... His face when you said Tommy a, gun. A, a simulated particle running at you and going through you is the same as a real bullet going through you. It, like, nope. I always just worked on the, the <laughs> no. inception principle that like your brain is strong enough to kind of like roll um, your body into. Yeah, I, see, yeah. that's I guess I mean, that's it, half of believable. If you can manifest physical feeling things, mm-hmm. if you convince a brain that you're dying, I can see that it shuts down. But like, do you bleed? In the war blood. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can. So like something. If, if literally is turned off, you can get something killed. Something pierced your skin. Yep. Even though nothing pierced your skin. It did, though, because however the holodeck works, the objects become solid so you can like feel them and touch oh, them. Oh, okay. They have a physical, right. yeah, physical tactile. Okay, all right. Um, even though it's not real. I'm back on board. How it works, I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's what the show physics. says. Um, so now we're in we're in the simulation. Yeah. Now, now everyone knows we're in a simulation. Yes. Which they each individually discover fucking... Really heavy, fucking fistedly, because yes. they're just like, "What? Yeah. This won't end when yeah. I ask it to end." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do say and, that yeah. a couple times. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure they say that and, a couple times. And yeah, Troy, Troy has the. And, and meanwhile, Troy stays in character the entire time, even when their lives are on the line. Yeah, um, she's still she's talking dedicated. with the accent. I mean, I mean people could be be dying. And she's still in character. She's the stranger. <laughs> Which is just ridiculous to me. Oh, I think she'd take it a little bit more seriously. Well, seriously. Also, but. she did a pretty, like, the patch job she did on Warp's arm when he gets uh, gets shot. She's like, oh my gosh, you're shot. And she just, basically just ties a little bandana around it. She yeah. doesn't even, like, try to turn to get it. She like, treats, a little no. it's she just treats like, it like an owie. Yes. Yeah, it's an owie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she like, kisses it. Like, oh, you feel better. Get the boo-boo back. But legitimately, <laughs> okay, he... Dove away from two men with guns. 
that fired like ten bullets. Yes. And so I'm okay because <laughs> okay, fair enough. He should have had much worse injuries. Right, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. So um, where are we plot wise? So I mean, I guess we're almost near the end. Yeah. Um, no, no. Okay. If we're getting toward the end, I have to point out. Please, please do. Troy, when she realizes that their captor, the kid, no, their captive, their captee. Yes. I don't know what how to, the person they caught. Okay. <laughs> prisoner. The prisoner. <laughs> Yes. When he is data, and she's like, "Oh my god, he can shuffle a deck." Oh yeah, really fast. Yes, true. I okay, that's its own thing. But are Brent Spiner's arms incredibly hairy? Oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't even, notice they that. Are, no, no, that. you did. You had to <laughs> because I didn't see that. Maybe, I, didn't, I did not. I did wait, not. but it's distracting because of the from the character. story. <laughs> because it's not just Harry, it's Harry with his weird makeup color in the hair. It's like a weird orb <laughs> of golden green. I could see him being like Robin Williams arms. Yes, it's like he's wearing a light sweater. <laughs> and But I only noticed it because I think the hair had... His skin coloring on it. Okay. And oh, they, like that's just the makeup. Yeah, yeah the you. makeup yeah. was just hovering a half inch above his arms. <laughs> yeah, maybe because the uniforms they wear are long sleeves, so you never really oh, see anything in yeah. the hands. Yeah. It was gross. Oh, I did not. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I hope it's true. I'm watching episodes for these things. Okay. I'm. I'm All right. I'm glad you are. Good. So anyway, uh, they. I mean. I thought that Data and Jordy were going to fix the problem. They don't. But that goes nowhere. Right. Like they said They're that, working on they it. They said they were. I think that's just a fill down time. Again. And like there's several scenes yeah. where they're working on it, they're working on it. And Data that's, says that's something it. ridiculous. And yeah. Time goes. There's even a point where he does, like, I call it the Riker walk. Mm-hmm. So he does the, like, weird, lean sw- mm-hmm. swagger walk mm-hmm. out John the Wayne door. Thing? Yeah, but yeah. that's how Riker walks, like, all the time. Right, right. It's really interesting. Yep. Uh, I hate Riker. And he, <laughs> see, Riker's my favorite. Don't say things like he that. Hates, he hates every character. Uh, you, no, you I don't. That's true. I don't Fair hate point. every character. Fair point. Riker, Fair I would, point. oh, god damn Which it, character do you like, then? Uh, I like Jean-Luc. Okay. Is He's that a it? solid dude. Character. That's pretty good. I like... Blazer recorder. Is his name Q? Q. You like Q? I like Q. Q's cool. Q, I feel like, is a, good a genuine person that Q? means really? uh-huh. what he's after. Even though yeah. you might not like his intentions, mm-hmm. he seems to fit it. Sure. Okay. He's not entirely evil, too. And he's just playing that's around. That's true. Is Whoopi Goldberg in the series? Guinan, yeah. Yeah, Guinan. No, I'm not, I'm not about that. No? <laughs> no. See, Guinan's really... You're talking I, about... Well, no, but that's, like that's more about my thing with the actress. That's not really about <laughs> the character. <laughs> Because um, Guinan's, I think, is pretty good. She's a pretty good character. She might be, but I, I'm not. She I'm not good. receptive to okay. that because okay. I, I don't like her. Okay, fair enough. So I'm like, I'm all, I'm cool with John Luke, and I think that might be it. <laughs> what about what about Jordy? Oh, I'm cool with Jordy. Jordy's pretty good. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Jordy's yeah. cool. Yeah. Are you? Is it because you're cool with the actor, or because you're actually cool with the character? I don't know, man. <laughs> fair I don't think I've ever okay. seen a Jordy episode. Okay. I think there's, there's a few many. bad ones. I think there's a really bad, really good bad one. Where he's like when he dating, turns into a, dating the girl. Oh, like he dates the holodeck thing. Yeah, and then he meets the real person. And yes. it's like goes goes like Ignore. bad. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyway, what, what were we talking <laughs> anyway. about? Anyway, so um, yeah, I thought that Data and Jordy were gonna fix it, but I don't think they show up at all after like the gunfight starts. I don't think so. No. They don't even make an appearance. 
to like even explain or like apologize. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. If we're at the gunfight. Yeah. Okay. So. Is this? We're talking about the gunfight where they trade. Yes. Oh yeah. Sorry. Chapters? Okay. The only gunfight. Listeners. There's was there more than one? You talked about World War One. Well, there was like the, the the main gunfight at the end. At the yeah. end. The yeah. Stand-off. The showdown at what? noon or whatever. Oh. Oh yeah. So yeah. when they're shooting at Worf and miss him a thousand times. I don't count that as the gunfight. The oh, gunfight okay. at the end. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 Okay, right. the main gunfight. Yes, yes. Okay, so Worf arranges to exchange prisoners, and Brent Spiner literally threatens Worf with his gun, said, you're going to see this gun soon, motherfucker. <laughs> and Worf does not compute that a gunfight might happen. Right. Oh, yeah, he has true. to be told that. Yes. Like a goddamn infant idiot. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm well, saying. Well, he's not familiar with the cultural references of the American West. Yeah. So I think that I think it's Troy that has to explain. Yeah, to him Troy to explain. That it. The bad guy's gonna but yes, on his word. He is still stupid about it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. But like, for the chief of security, probably okay. should have okay. anticipated yes. that. Okay, the guy that stole his child. He seems he not concerned about this. Is a man of his word. <laughs> well. That's true. <laughs> right. Okay? That's true. That's not a cultural thing. <laughs> That's, again, Worf, not the father of the year. No. He's not one of No, he chooses not to be. Yeah, he's a terrible father. So they, they just, they, they figure out how to win by, is it like a, a okay. yes. dampener on the Okay, uh, they take a, they take a telegraph machine. Yeah. Yes, that's and right. And hook it to a communication yes. device. Which and makes no sense whatsoever. Create it's a force field in which yes. he fifteen cheats. seconds. Yeah. He cheats in a gunfight. Yeah. I yeah. I believe this was a callback to Fistful of Dollars where Clint Eastwood's character, Man with No Name, mm-hmm. wears the front of the stove oven yeah. under his poncho. That makes sense. Maybe. And then that's maybe. why... I, that, uh, I'm guessing that was... I just felt like, so it's since when is Worf good at engineering? It's been a right. little it's while since right. I've seen that movie. Great movie. But, uh-huh. while Clint Eastwood uses his force field, yes. slash, you know, metal... Uh-huh. Does he stand still when he should totally be drawing his gun? He actually probably leans uh, no. into it too. Because <laughs> Worf just stares yes. confusedly, angrily at everyone shooting at yes. him. Yes. And just 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 like he just he, like wants to like wait for his yes. his shit to wear off. He relies on them shooting all their bullets, which is not a good plan because, no. because they, didn't. they could shoot him then. Right, yeah. he didn't. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The bad data did, but the other two guys right. show up when that's over. Like when and the they shield throw goes the down. Gun. They yeah. the bad data One gun. of the other guys is Gaucho Data. Yeah. Yeah. Data uh-huh. in the most stereotypical <laughs> accent and uniform you could possibly get. Yes. And he tosses a pistol. To his buddy, and that evil scene data. Is so long. Yep. It feels like the in pistol, slow motion. It feels like the pistol they was didn't in the have air. enough plot for this right. episode. It, the right. pistol was in the air for like thirty seconds. They, they had to, time. you know, stretch the scene. Oh my god! To make Every it to scene. the to the commercial. And okay, so Red Spider catches his gun and Worf outdraws him. Yes, but I'm pretty sure this is the first time Worf has ever fired a pistol. Probably right. Also. And he shoots the gun out of his hand. It's so fast that Data would already have they, killed Worf. They True. build that up to where he has the precision and speed of yes. a computer. And then Worf, a person yes. who has essentially possibly handled, held a pistol before. Yes, maybe. 
can oh, shoot it out of Russian his hand. Parents, maybe. Yeah. Even. <laughs> like a Russian rifle or something. I don't buy <laughs> it. Leftover. Yeah, I don't buy it. Yeah. No. no, that's a very good point. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that happening. <laughs> but no. thanks to Troy, um, she she backs Worf up, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, surprisingly good shot. Yeah. And basically, Actually, she saves him a couple times. Yeah, right? I thought she just points her gun. She doesn't fire. Whilst still in character, though, you know, like, get out of here, partners or True. whatever. Like, this is people's lives are on the line. Yeah. Like, a little boy might die. Yeah. But you're still playing long. Oh, well, they gotta play to the bullshit. end. Bullshit. Because it won't end unless they play to the end. <laughs> well, I guess. It's gotta be convincing. I guess. You know, I wonder, I thought about this too, because, you know, towards the end of the series, uh, Worf and Troy date. Yeah, and I was kind of wondering if this was like early inklings of Maybe. like them Planting the seeds? together. Maybe. Yeah, because be. one of the because re- there's a little later on where Worf talks to her about like being the guardian of Alexander yes. because she's good uh-huh. with them and yep. Worf's You're terrible right. at being a father um, and a few other things. So I was wondering if like this might have been the that's, initial yeah, totally initial catalyst for yeah. them hooking up. That's that's a uh, but very there's so they finally make it through. Uh, Worf beats. Yeah. Evil Data's yep. in the gunfight, and they just Happily leave. Ever they, they, after. They, leave. they don't shoot them; they just say leave town. Yeah, and they, they do. do. Which yeah. is a totally what it's that weird. character would do. Right, yeah. not what they would do. They right. go back into the saloon, and at this point, like no one has kind of checked on Alexander. They're no, just like we got away, and then finally Alexander runs up, and he's like, "Father, you're okay." And like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I think I the writers forgot son, about Alexander, and he didn't get killed. Yes. let's have him run up and yes. say something good." Just, but then there's the final scene. Which is the best ever. Yeah. The, the almost final scene. It's... Well, final well, scene's back on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, what you're right, talking so about. So the almost final scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where Data has now inhabited the character of the barmaid. Yes. And this is a completely 1,000% unnecessary scene other than to just... Oh, do it has to happen, though. More, unnecessary? More uncomfortable around... Unnecessary? <laughs> This is the only redeeming scene of the series. I just wrote down Uniboo. Can we talk about the Uniboo? Okay, so the Star Trek creators, I get they have rules because they're on network television or something, but they were so afraid of giving Data cleavage cleavage Mm -hmm. that they gave him one Fat one giant breast. What? Really? It's like it, you can tell it's like a silicone piece that he's wearing. Yeah. But there's no separation between okay. the breasts. Yeah. It's just it's, just it's like a fat suit, but it's just one giant boob. It's like his dress implies there should be cleavage. Yeah. Which only makes the fact that there's not. Like, Worse. <laughs> it's kind of connected to the neck too, but when he moves his neck, it yeah. doesn't all move together. Oh, that's great. So it's, it's 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 like that person was born with one eighty pound boob. <laughs> I think I was just terrified but by his face. It's not in, in the scene. center. It's dis- that... yeah, it's distributed across like, okay. two areas of the chest, Ex- so it's like a hot dog turned sideways. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's that's great. It's pretty it, good. I mean, I could still masturbate to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it was tough. Ew. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, uh, that was. Maybe but, this was Brent Spiner, like guys, to show my range. I really need oh, yeah, to play I, a woman I think to be taken seriously as feeling, a Hollywood actor. I think he was feeling something. And I yeah. think he was wrong. Yes, because <laughs> he did. I mean, Independence Day was pretty great. He's back for it. It was sequel, only good because he died. No, yeah, he's going to be in part two. Oh, I can't wait. Which is character I thought he died. died. He did, so I don't know how he's back, but he's back. All right. Well, as long as he right. dies, I'm cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So this episode. Well, you're forgetting the the, the best part of the episode. Okay. 
besides Spot the Cat being in it, which is the only really good part, of <laughs> is when Worf smiles at the mirror at the end. That's just really scary. When he oh, draws yeah. the pistol and you get that scary Worf smile. I mean, you get the whole, like, Worf has been like, yeah. ooh, I'm stoic and I hate this whole plan around thing. And yeah. then he finally comes back and, and he's father of the year. Yeah. And he's but like, he smiles in private. He does not let Alexander exactly. see the smile. Yeah. He, <laughs> He, he puts on his fucking stupid-ass hat, and he, yeah. like, poses in the mirror. I love how the kid is, like, so afraid that his dad will never spend time with him again. Yeah. That he apologizes for, like, yep. trying to create something that they would both enjoy. I know, right? <laughs> he like, should apologize. He almost killed No, the people who should apologize are Dana and Jordy, yeah, but they, they don't. they do not apologize. They, they don't they even are show 100% up. responsible. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing to me. They don't, they, they don't even go to Worf and say, hey, sorry. Sorry you almost died. That was so you weird. You and your whole me. family. Yeah. That was insane. <laughs> Maybe uh, they had met, met Worf and they don't like him so much. Maybe. <laughs> it's possible. Maybe. It's possible. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, that's a, that's a fistful of datas, guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty... It's pretty over. bad. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Um, I think that's one of the more... Like, that's one of, that's one of the worst... Doing some uh, <laughs> some googling, googling on the worst episodes of this series, yeah. which I'm a big fan of the series, so oh, yeah. I love all the episodes. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah me, too. me too. Uh, you know, doing some googling, that one comes up consistently every yes. single time. Like yes. multiple lists of the worst yeah. episodes. It's free. I bad. mean, I, I think a lot of them with the holodeck, not counting the Moriarty one because that's pretty darn good. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, that one is good. All right. Kind of just, just not good. How about the the men in the Robin Hood holiday? That, that, yeah, that one's pretty, pretty Like, bad. okay, there are plenty of bad episodes. <laughs> this one is so ambitious before it's bad. Yeah. Mm. That as a person who's not a really big fan of the show, I really like this is worse than the last one we watched, Sub Rosa. You think so? Yeah. I do. I think Sub Rosa was a worse episode, and that this episode. Like, was just a throwaway, yeah. even on their part. Yeah, yeah. Like, they weren't trying to make a good one. Yeah. I feel like Sub Rosa, they thought they had a good idea and didn't execute. At least Sub Rosa this, was different, in a way. Yeah. yeah. And See, this, the this ship, was just, you know? right. this is a bullshit idea, yeah. and it's also <laughs> sloppily made. Yeah. Well, they, I think, they I think really, legitimately it was like a five-page script. Yeah, screen they screen really ran out of things to... To, sh- to film, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, okay. So I see we're coming up on like an hour of this podcast. Yeah. If I stretched this out to two hours, <laughs> that's what I feel about Fistful of Days. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Just more ums, more thoughtful pauses after more, each compliment. More bad Riker. Riker. <laughs> yeah. Line delivery. We should go on yeah. more yeah. tangents. I love Riker about, so yeah. much. Yeah, Riker's he's, great. Man, Riker's great. He's, he's, he's really bad. not though. Yeah. <laughs> Dan hates him. Like, if you watch Star Trek, he's not. Okay. <laughs> I've always been a couple of episodes. I guess, I guess he's an acquired taste, but... Uh, yeah. But, um... Anyway, so Newman, do you think, if you were to tell the future viewers of this episode, yes. would you say that this episode is worth the voyage? Um, my final thoughts are, I feel like when the cast gets together for, like, like a dinner party, like mm-hmm. nowadays, I don't think they talk about this one very much. <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, that's um, fair. That's a fair assessment. But, so, so no, no, I, 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 I don't think this one's even worth worth watching. Really, All no, right. no, I really don't. Dan, worth the voyage? I think it's worth the voyage in the sense that if you watch this movie, it'll prevent you from watching the other episodes. <laughs> but aside from that, god damn it. <laughs> 
You know, and I'll, I'll go ahead and agree. I, I even like a lot of the episodes. So I said that Sub Rosa, for instance, yeah. was worth the voyage. But this mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. it took me three tries just to get through it. Because really? I kept falling asleep. It's Not so... worth the voyage. If you want yeah. to put your kids to sleep... There you go. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe a It's good one. so generic yeah. that I feel like any TV show could, could have, have been that. Had That's this true. Episode. There's not really a Star Trek like, <laughs> quality to it. Yeah. Things that make Star Trek good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, not worth the voyage. What, what are those things again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Um, so, so I think we did. All right, that was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tune next, next episode, time. we don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> so look forward to that. Um, yeah, that was great. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.